Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All righty, gang, welcome. Here we go, here we go, here we go with our new our show for Tuesday. Thanks for joining us. Welcome, 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 everybody, welcome. Thank you all. Thank you for everything, everybody, for everything you do. Thanks, Abuse. Thanks for supporting your solder guide. Thanks for jumping on the uh, ticket sales. Bill's super impressed by how many of you have pre-bought your tickets for the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Festival. Bill wanted to make sure I let you all, all know. Thank you very, very much. And uh, then also, oh my gosh, I just had to call a couple of my sponsors. I had to call Promar and I had to call uh, Baja Jerky and let them know I'm going to need a lot of stuff. There is a lot of you that are a lot, a lot of you that are getting your shirts and getting ready to go. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm going to be giving out hundreds of gifts. Gang, if you don't know what I'm talk talking about, we have a giant trade show, the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Festival in Orange County, California, on the 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th of March at the Orange County Fairgrounds. It's going to be spectacular. There's going to be... Everybody, anybody in the sport fishing industry will be at the show. All the vendors, all the sport fishing fleet, all the charter boats. And then your saltwater guide will be there also. And uh, we're giving away free stuff. I'm going to have stuff from Baja Jerky. I'm going to have stuff from Costa. I'm going to have stuff from uh, Promar. I'm going to have a little bit of swag from Makuma, a little bit of stuff from Opsin. So if you show up wearing one of my shirts, you're right here, your saltwater guide, you show up one of these shirts on, you're sitting in the audience of my seminar, or you come by the booth and say hi to Kelly and I, we're going to give you some swag. We're going to give you some free stuff. We're going to give you, I'm not sure all the stuff we're going to have a couple of days before the show, we'll let you know, we'll get you, let you in on the goodie bag of stuff, but uh, no, Dustin, no outboard giveaways. What do I look like? I'm just a poor old fisherman. But listen, gang. Also, when you go to my store, your saltwater guide, the store to purchase your shirt, or if you don't want to purchase anything, you just stop by the store and see all the cool stuff we have in there. You're going to be entered into the pro in the gift to give. We're going to give away on February 1st. We're going to give away a four pack charter on Bowline Sport Fishing with Justin Botrell. I'm coming. I'm going to fly up from Cabo to go bluefin fishing with you. We're going to pick the best time to go when all the hot dogs, all the superstars of sport fishing are catching the bluefin, and we'll go out there, and you know how I like to do it. We'll go out there, and we'll stay as far away from all the other boats. So just by visiting my store, you're going to be into the contest to win that trip on bowline sport fishing the other thing is if you show up at the show the pacific coast sport fishing show wearing one of my shirts you're going to get free stuff i don't know how it gets much better than that but uh 
somebody will tell us how it gets better than that. And then gang, I need, I had no idea that I needed this and it's so important, but I need you to go on to my Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all the places that you see me at. And I need you to like those videos when you're watching them. When you're watching those videos, I need you to crush that like button. I didn't know it was so important, but I guess it is super important. We're getting millions of views, but we're not getting millions of likes. I have over a million likes TikTok, but I don't have near that many likes on the other platforms. I need you just to hit the like button. I'm doing this show every day for you. Just hit the like button, please. Tap the like button on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, wherever you're at. Just hit the like button, please. All right. So tonight we're going to talk about sand bass fishing because we are in the winter. Water's cold. Things are things are changing. But I've talked to a few of our clients that have been fishing. Water's somewhere between 55 and 57 degrees, depending on where you're at. And uh, that reminded me that it's probably time for you to start to learn how to fish for these sand bass that are here in the winter time. They're here winter, spring, summer summer or fall but there's just not a lot of uh there's not a lot of people focusing on them now i'm lucky enough to have grown up back in the days of the sand bass migration in the southern california and back in those days we'd go out and catch six eight hundred sand bass a day on the boat i was running no problem we'd carry 60 or 80 people and we'd get 10 sand bass for everybody but the thing is gang that that sand bass, pre-1956, 57, my father was running sport boats off the San Clemente Pier. He said there weren't any sand bass migrations back then. They didn't have any sand bass. They didn't even know that gray bass was. They didn't what they were. And then in 57, 58, that stuff migrated into Southern California, and it showed up all over the place, out in the clams, up and down the coast. Dustin, thank you very much. The one thing I can promise you, Dustin, is whenever you listen to me speak, you'll never hear me saying any cuss words. Very, very rarely will I get so wound up that I accidentally let a cuss word go up, but it doesn't happen. I don't cuss. You can always make sure your children are listening to me. Bring them to the show. You bring your children to show, I promise you, all children that attend the show and see me speak, they're going to get free stuff. My sister's very, very um, generous at Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, and she's more than happy to make sure that all the kids get kid club stuff for Dana Wharf Sport Fishing. She gives away free trips there all the time for the children. So we will have plenty of free stuff at the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show. My shows are very, very, very good for children because I scout and talk to the kids and I make sure that they all understand how important they are, the industry. And I try to make sure that you as parents and grandparents, sisters and brothers and everybody understands how important it is to make sure that we keep these children in here fishing. There are plenty of rockfish, Glenn, but they're, they're, we're not allowed to fish for them right now. We can start fishing for them again in September or in uh, April. But we're talking about sand bass right now. So when those sand bass migrated into Southern California back in the 50s, a lot of them decided to stay here. And almost all the rocks 
and all the reefs that you see at your saltwater on the hot spots videos, they all contain sand bass. Now the trick is to learn how to fish for the sand bass. You need to learn how to fish for the sand bass. It's super important. Sports barber, my dad talks about when he was running boats off the San Clemente Pier back in, if I if you listen to his interview, he was running boats in the early 50s off the San Clemente Pier. And there was a period, 53, 54, 55, 1954, 53, 54, 55, where he said you couldn't catch a sand bass. I mean, excuse me, a calico bass, the size of your finger. And the kelp beds went from the Coronado Islands to Santa Barbara without a break in them. So everything's cyclical. Everything's cyclical. The kelp's growing back. We had a lot of warm water. The calico bass move. They travel. They drop, cruise around. They follow the kelp. Calico bass migrate just like sand bass. Everything's cyclical. But the worst part of this whole thing is everybody panics when they don't go out and catch a fish like they did yesterday. If they go out today, tomorrow and don't catch a fish, my good friend Mark Rayer, perfect example today. We had phenomenal snook fishing yesterday. Tid caught three. And he thinks they're all gone. He doesn't think there's another snook left in Magdalene Bay. He thinks we caught the last one yesterday. I'm trying to explain to him tomorrow they could all be back in there. Again. I was trying to get him to slow down. He wouldn't slow down, man. He was just catching them one right after another. Now they're, now they're all gone, Dave. Yeah, so he thinks we took them all just like Sports Barber was saying. We took all the Calcos gang. They're there. It's time to learn how to fish. It's time to learn some different spots and to start to what's going on. And everything's cyclical. And as the water temperatures change, as the kelp grows back, as the kelp dies off, the cow population changes all the time. I do believe, just like George Clough says, that this scene in the bait for the last 20 years hasn't helped the population of calicos that much because a lot of those bigger calicos get caught all the time by a lot that gets caught by that bigger cal by that um sorry I was just reading a, this Instagram won't stay on. I don't know why I did this last night too. So we'll just talk to you guys on Insta on TikTok and Facebook. Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So, we were talking about the sand bass. They're on all these rocks. And Dave Burris, just perfect thing. An egg sinker and a number two hook and a strip squid. Gang, I talk about it all the time on my website on how to fish the artificial reefs and how to fish the strips of squid. If you're fishing a strip of squid, first of all, there's only one way to cut the up. You watch my video on how to strip the squid up. That's how you strip squid. If you go on a boat, a sport boat, or any other boat, and they cut the squid into rings or they cut them into chunks, you don't want to go on that boat anymore. You want to give the fish an opportunity to be able to eat the bait. It should be cutting those long strips so that the fish can suck them up like a piece of spaghetti. And then the egg sinker that Dave Burst is talking about, you want it to be the smallest amount of weight to get you to the bottom, not get you to the bottom, a rapid fire thing. You want to 
you want your bait to sink through the water column super slow. And that way the sand bass has a chance to react to that squid as it's sinking through and cutting it in a strip allows them to eat it. There's several different things that you work for years as far as lures go. Scampies work for years. Up baits work really, really well right now. We used to, Dave Burris and I, we used to fish with a guy named Crappie John who used to bring out the crappie jigs that he made for sand bass. And it's just exactly the same lure that Chad has put together now. And they call them hookup baits. No one had a pet patent on it it is what it is it's a, it's a tube bait if you will you professional bass fisherman it works phenomenal cast it out let it sink through the water column you don't even have to put bait on it a lot of people like to put bait on it alex you were asking me about the commercial fishing for white sea bass i'm not really put Focusing on any of that stuff right now or the habitat for the halibut. On Fridays, we do the text the show questions. Right now, I'm talking about sand bass. I'd love to answer everybody's questions, but that's Friday's show. Friday is text the show Friday. My number is 949-374-0786, and we give you guys a chance to text us, and we answer all your questions on text the show Friday, which will be back to our normal time at noon. On Friday, I'll be back from fishing with Mark. We're going to leave here Thursday and get home Thursday afternoon, and then the show will be Friday morning. Unless the snooks show up again, we might stay. But I thought they're extinct. Well, you just told me that they cycle. So they cyclically <laughs> and swimming around mangroves, and I'll probably swim back by us tomorrow. You never know. But the sand bass gang is on all the rocks from the Mexican border up to Santa Barbara. And you need to learn those spots and you need to learn how to fish them and you need to learn how to read the conditions because there's plenty of fun fishing to do this time of year. Another thing the sand bass like to eat are these live deception flash jigs. And these things, I've been using them a lot down in Cabo, that needlefish video you see that we've had over 2 million views now. We caught that on one of these live deception flash. We got a four ounce and we have a three ounce here right now i caught that needlefish on the three ounce the sand bass like to bite this four ounce when it gets down to the bottom when we're fishing that deeper water and 100 120 feet of water off of mag bay we're catching a lot of sand bass using these live deception flash lures there they look just like a sardine as you're dropping them back down winding them up slowly and then dropping them back down the water column they work really good where can you get these go to promar ahi.com promarahi.com put in the code YSWG as you check it out you'll get 10% off when you're in the website at promar you're going to be shocked at all the things they have they have everything you use every single day from nets to gaffs to lures to sabiki sabiki rods whatever you need over at promar ahi you can get it but back to what we were talking about sand bass fishing I'm sick and tired of all these little booger eaters calling them turd roller. Oh, it's a turd roller. You don't even know what you're talking about. You're a booger eater if you call it a turd roller, first of all. Sand bass are phenomenal table fare. They taste great. Do they taste like calicos? No, they taste different, but they taste fine. They're white meat fish. They taste fine. If you take care of them and you treat them right, you flay them, they work. Ep or they taste epic. 
but they're not a turd roller. Oh, you're going to turd roller. Well, that's you're calling it a turd roller because you're a bugger eater and you don't know how to fish. Sand bass fight like crazy. They spin when you hook them. They don't want to die. They start spinning. It's different than the calico with all the head shakes. The sand bass is spinning. I'll tell you what, we're down here in Lopez Mateo and I'm catching spotted bait bass wide open while we're throwing the net to catch our bait. And I have a blast catching those. And they're just like a sand bass. They just, they're just like a sand bass with freckles is all. It's the only difference. They have the exact same markings, exact same fins, everything on them, except they have a whole bunch of dots all over them. That makes them a spotted bay bass, but they look just like a sand bass. They fight great. They're fun to catch. Lots of people fished all the harbors in Southern California to try to catch spotted bay bass. Same thing when you get out there fishing all the rocks and all the reefs around here. It really works well. No, what happened, Stacy? That's what a lot of people wanted to think that it wiped out the sand bass. Well, wiped out the sand bass was the commercial fishermen in Mexico had a huge deal with the gill nets down there, putting them right across the spawning grounds of the sand bass, we believe, and also the fish traps. A lot of them were caught in the fish traps. That's starting to all come out of the water now. Things are starting to change. There's a lot of regulations down there, so we think that that aggregation of sand bass will definitely come back. But we also have to remember back in the 50s, there were no sand bass. So do they live here or don't they live here? Who knows? No one really has enough time or enough energy to wait for anything to happen. That was one of the tragedies of losing my father back in January because I could bounce this stuff off of him that was happening now. And he's the only person I know that had been in the sport fishing industry for 70 plus years and knew where the bodies were buried. And it would really be cool if I could speak to him again about this. But the sand bass thing was a hot issue with him. And he used to tell me all the time, just relax. They may come back. They may not. Another fish that's kind of part of that deal is the albacore. Gang, there's a lot of you that are fishing right now that think you're superstars of fishing that you've never even seen an albacore. And the sport fishing in California was built on sand bass and albacore since 1957. That was the deal. But a lot of you have never even seen an albacore. If you've started fishing in the last 15 years, you haven't seen an albacore. There hasn't been any. Are they all gone? No, they've been having phenomenal albacore fishing up Northern California, Oregon, and Washington. And we're going to have it again here. I don't know when, but I can tell you there's a huge change right now. There's a giant change. The water is moving like we haven't seen it move in 15 years. Up in Northern California, Oregon, and Washington, they're getting pummeled by a lot of storms. And things are changing. Everything's starting to change. The water's got much colder. We can't go back to January of, in the last 10 years and talk about 55 degree water consistently day in and day out. We can't talk about two weeks of constant rain in Southern California. So <laughs> thank you, Dustin. Dustin sees plenty of albacore every time he opens up his pantry. They're in cans. Mark, my good buddy, Mark Rare. He used to charter boats, go with Gary Black, go albacore fishing. It was the thing. Everybody went albacore fishing. That's what we grew up, sunk our teeth into back in the days. We all wanted to go catch albacore. We wanted to go catch sand bass on the half-day boats. There's plenty of sand bass. There's plenty of albacore. It'll all cycle back in, I promise you. You'll get to see all the cool stuff that we got to see, but you just got to relax 
and quit telling everybody that everything's gone because there are actual people that are listening and they believe that you actually know what you're talking about and they may close another fishery. Who knows? They could close sand bass. It could happen. I never thought they would close rockfish. I never thought they would close sheephead. I never thought that they would close any of that lingcod, any of that stuff. But gosh, we're getting closures all over the place. And something we're going to be is this 30 for this 30 30 that's coming down the pipe again. They can't leave it alone. We've fought it so many times. And here it comes again 30 30. What is that? Here's what's about to happen they're going to close 30%. Of the lakes and streams, and they're going to close thirty more percent, not thirty percent. We've already had massive closures with the MLPA. Massive closures. Government, government, the feds have decided to do in the state of California is they're going to close thirty percent of the fresh water. That is. All freshwater lakes, streams, places where we all grew up fishing trout, believe me, Mammoth, the High Sierra, all that area is going to get a bunch of closures because they want 30% of the freshwater. They want 30 more percent of the saltwater. Not take into effect all the closures they've already caused and put that in 30%. No, no, no. This will be 30% on top of all. All the other closures, gang. I think the only thing they want to do is stop us all from fishing. I think that is their number one thing is to stop us from fishing. So, I don't know. Okay, well, cool, Dustin. That's bitching. That didn't happen in California, but... If he opens up, that would be if our governor opens up stuff in California, that would be spectacular. But gang, we're getting off onto another tangent. We're going off the thing. Sand bass are really fun to catch. Sand bass are great for teaching kids how to fish. Sand bass are a wonderful fish. You can learn all about how to fish them at my website, yourswaterguide.com. We show you exactly how to fish the artificial reefs. We show you how to fish all the different rocks up and down the coast how to strip your squid, how to fish with it. And I'm telling you, gang, once you get a child hooked on this sand bass thing and they fight hard and they're great and you can take them home and eat them, they're hooked for life and they'll be fishing just like me and Mark and they're into their 60s and 70s on their time off, on their days off, on their vacation. And that's what fishing's all about. That is what fishing's all about. CCA is the only thing working for us jorge there is nothing else out there working for us there's no other way to get our voice heard so yeah i'm a lifetime member of cca i have to say yes cca is something that we should all be invested in because we have no other way my show yeah i touch millions of people every day but i don't know if that's enough i i'm sure it isn't enough i know that wayne wayne and Everybody in CCA is touching way more people than I am, but we all need to be involved in something. And there isn't anything else out there better than CCA. If there 
because I, we'd be involved in it, but CCA is the only thing that's working for the sport fishermen. So, yeah, be involved. Gang, I'm going to jump off of here. Mark's making me a bitchin' dinner. Last night we had a phenomenal dinner. I learned how to shuck oysters. I shucked three dozen oysters. It was pretty spectacular once we got it figured out. So if you need your shuck, I'd be more than happy to, to teach you how to do that. Gang, I'll be with you tomorrow. We're going to have a phenomenal day of fishing. Oh, what was our fish count today? We had uh, 14 corbina. We No, we had 11 corbina. I have to tell the truth here. Corbina. We had... We had... 14 snapper pargos. 14 pargos. And we had three riballos. Three snook. Not a bad day. Oh, and a grouper. And a grouper to top it off with. So not a bad day. Yesterday was better, but today we had plenty of bites. I just couldn't put a day together. I think I caught five fish total. But it was fun. I had a blast. And I'm, you know what? I had so much fun. I'm going to go do it again tomorrow. We'll see you all tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Thanks for watching the show today. Hopefully I talked a little bit about something you wanted to learn about. All right. See ya.